Hello from the members of Royce City Methodist Church. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you're blessed by this message today. You're invited to join us for worship anytime. You can learn more about our worship options, locations, and how to get plugged into the life of our church by visiting our website, RoyceCityMethodist.life. Today, we hear from our senior pastor, Reverend Chris Everson. May God bless you as you listen to His Word proclaimed. Oh God, we, we bring to you who we are. We bring to you a, a hearts willing to, to, to be under your guidance. Lord, help us as, as just a simple act, as we just sang, to, to let the words hallelujah come out of our mouths because of who you are and what you have done for us. So God, as we begin this time together, we pray that you let the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart here be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. So I, I wanted to start out week two of this series with this part of the message, but wasn't able to because I was gone, and then last week was Communion Sunday. So this is a perfect Sunday to continue to talk about what it means to be alive and one of the things that we have started to do as a church is that we we have been looking at our mission our our core values our our vision our strategies our measures and all of that stuff is is starting to come out you've started to hear a little bit you may not realize you've heard a little bit of it but but there's a part of it that we've already started to share about who we are and what we are doing as a church as we move forward into 2024. We had a great committee. I have a picture of the committee here that uh, gathered together for uh, four days. You know, it's me, Pastor Francis, Patrick Ball, Laura May, Andy Weir, Jonelle Melody, Shirley Magnus, Taylor Roberts, Mary Ellis, Keith Clydert, all different parts and walks of life of our church, both 8.30 service and 11 o'clock service. We gathered together to, to really look to see who we are as Royce City Methodist Church. And one of the things that, that came out of that is that we have a, a brand new mission. Now, now, part of that mission is the same. And the part is the very beginning. Scott, if you'll go to the next slide. We exist to glorify God and to make disciples. That never changes. If you're not a part of church that doesn't exist to glorify God and make disciples, then, then I don't know if it's really a church. I, I think it's a, a community organization, but this is how we do it. And maybe you, you've already heard these words, because I know I've said them. We serve, ser we, we are serving together to be renewed and rooted in Christ. I invite you to say this with me all together. Let, let's, say, let's say this mission together. Royce City Methodist Church exists to glorify God and make disciples who are serving together to be renewed and rooted in Christ. Beautiful. 
when that came about, that actually came about because we had a uh, we were looking for a scripture to, to to help guide us and and to ground us. And and I was looking, I, I, w- I was trying as the pastor know it all. I was trying to to force a certain scripture into this. And and as I kept reading the scripture, it just didn't work. And then my eyes just went from this side of the Bible to this side of the Bible, and I found a passage that that really tied everything together, and that passage was Colossians 2, verse 7. And and this is what Colossians 2, verse 7 says. It says, we are rooted and built, actually this is 6 and 7. So then, just as you have received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. When, when I read that passage to the committee, we, we just kind of stopped. And we were like, oh, that's it. This verse talks about being renewed in Christ. It talks about being rooted in Christ. It talks about who we are as a church and what we exist to do when we serve each other in the love and grace of Jesus Christ. Then the second thing we did, we, we've done some work on core values before, but we, we, we kind of redid our core values. And you can see the core values here. As a church, we love gracefully. We give sincerely. We live biblically and we belong here. When we came up with these core values, I say, you know, one of the things that I love about it, it's not just aspirational thing. It says, this is who we are, and this is what we do. We love. I am so thankful to be a part of a great and loving congregation. Does it get tested? Yeah, every once in a while, it gets tested. But, but life, it gets tested, doesn't it? You know, we, we give gracefully. Or not, we give sincerely that i can't think of anything else that we do that but we 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 make sure that what we give is is sincerely of who we are so that more people may be reached for the love and grace of jesus christ we live biblically and this one can be kind of a a a trick a little bit because it, it, it can be kind of one of those catch words but we look at genesis 1 all the way to revelation 22 and we live out the entire scripture and then belong here. Belong here. If you are here, we want you here. I, I, if you've just come through the doors, maybe your first time or, or maybe your second or third time, this is a place where we want you to feel like you belong. And that belonging means that you will then love gracefully. You will give sincerely. You will live biblically. You will allow Christ to be rooted in you so that you may be renewed in your life. So, so you are going to see this a lot more uh, throughout our worship service, throughout what I say, what, what any of the staff members say, what, who, how we live our lives, because we want to make sure that we are moving forward in the love and grace of Jesus Christ so that we may serve together to be renewed together and rooted together in the love and grace of Jesus Christ. So, so how does this move with our series today where we're talking about being alive? And, and, and I can't think of anything more than being alive than, than thinking about trees. I, I love looking at trees. This is a picture 
uh, painted by Bob Ross. How many of you know who Bob Ross is? I love Bob Ross growing up. Bob Ross would be one of those things that I would go uh, in our downstairs basement and I would turn them on and I would take a nap during Bob Ross. Not because he was boring or anything, because I was always amazed. He would start with this, this blank white or, or black canvas and then in 30 minutes, he has a masterpiece. And, and Tracy and I, we've really enjoyed, uh, now uh, Bob Ross is on YouTube. They, they've taken all of his old shows and they've, they've posted them on YouTube. And every weekend, they have a Bob Ross marathon. So from about Friday morning until Monday morning, you can just waste the entire day watching Bob Ross paint. And actually, we'll, we'll, we'll go to sleep now. We'll hold up our iPad, and we'll watch that, and we'll, we'll doze off. And, and that'd be kind of a relaxing thing for us in the weekend. But, but the thing that Bob Ross would always say is that he would plant, or he, he would paint trees. Not just any ordinary tree, but they were happy trees. Happy little trees. And, and he would just paint them all over the place. And, and I picked this painting because it's, trees planted by water and the creative nature of who Bob Ross was and, and how he was able to take a blank canvas and make this it reminds us that trees are important trees are a very vital part of of who we are when we take a look at scriptures I found that trees are mentioned 200 and 93 times within Scripture. Isn't that amazing? 293 times. It's mentioned there at the very beginning in Genesis chapter 1. We, we, we see the, the trees being created by God. And if you go all the way to Revelation 22, there is the tree of life that is in the middle of the garden with, with all this new creation that is around the, the, the throne and th around the new heavens that have come down from earth come down from heaven to be on earth all of it is surrounded by trees jesus spent a lot of times talking about trees some of his miracles happened around trees people were introduced to jesus around trees so so trees take a very important part and life of our, our of, of who we are as followers of jesus christ so our scripture for today is from Psalm chapter 1, verses 1 through 6. And I invite you to follow along with me, not just in your Bibles, but I have the words up here on the screen. I want you to read the bold-faced uh, type, which would be the bottom part of it, because it's kind of hard to see. The, but I'll read the top stanza, and you read the bottom stanza, and we'll share in this reading this scripture together. Hear the word of the Lord. Blessed is the one, who does not walk in step with the wicked. But who delights in the law of the Lord. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water which yields its fruit in season. Not so the wicked. Therefore, 
The wicked will not stand in the judgment. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. <clears throat> I don't need, but the very first thing that I see in that scripture is that as we follow Jesus Christ, we must guard our hearts and minds from things that can harm us. This is, the, this is the very first psalm in, in all of the psalms. And, and David is reminding us that we must take time to make sure that we guard our hearts and our minds. He says, do not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers. These words are very vital for us as we continue to live and grow in our faith. I did, looked at some other translations, and one of the paraphrases that I found was a paraphrase written by Eugene Peterson in the message. And this is how he talked about this particular passage. He says, how well God must like you. You don't walk in the rules of those who are blind as bats. You don't stand with the good-for-nothings. You don't take your seat among the know-it-alls. If we take a look at this little passage, the way that Eugene Peterson wrote it, I'm sure all of us can sit there and we go, okay, well, I know some people who are blind as bats. I know some who are, are good for nothing, and I absolutely know some know-it-alls. David is reminding us that when we begin our journey of faith and when we begin our understanding of who we are and how we relate with Jesus is that it is so easy to be drifted aside. It, it, it's easy for us, especially in the world of technology and lives and everything that we have going on around us, it's so easy to, to move one way or another. But he continues to remind us that, that we are to be like trees that are planted by streams of water. I, I love what Wanda was saying with our kids today, talking about how do we have trees that grow? Well, what is it that's needed to grow? Well, well there's water. We, we, we need water in order for us to be fully lifted up. So, so how do we understand what water means for us? It means that when we are planted near water, our, our root systems are able to, to be strengthened, are able to be, be made strong, are able to, to reach out and, and, and to, to grow so that we are held how we are. Because you all know that, that trees, the, what we see on the outside or, or what we see outside of the ground, that's really not the strength of the tree. The strength of the tree comes from the roots that are built underneath the ground. That, that work that is done inside of us builds our character, strengthens our relationship with God, and then calls us to go out and to serve those around us. I think a way that we can build up our strong root system is that we must realize that simple belief is not enough. And what I mean by that, it, it's so easy to say, well, you know, I, I believe in Jesus and that's all that I need in my life. Well, actually, yes, that is true. However, when the, those storms come, which we know they'll come, 
when there is testing, where there is wavering, where all of that type of stuff, if our belief system is so simple, it will topple over. If our belief system is just placed on just what we would call Sunday school answers, then, then we know that we can't withstand the storms inside us. It is important that we, as the body of Christ, are strengthened together. We must water the roots of our lives. First, Jesus says that we water them when we take up our cross and daily follow him. We say that my way is not the way that I want to live my life, but I want to live my life in the ways of Jesus Christ, saying that I want to lay down those things that I feel are important to me and walk in the ways of God. That is one way that we continue to water the roots of our lives. We do this as we remember the scripture from the very first sermon of this series, Romans 12, verse 3, that says, Don't think to yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. We're going to be talking more about that as we move into the next year, but I, I wanted to kind of give a, a highlight of, of how we do this as a church. How, how we do this as we continue to, to strive to be rooted and renewed in Christ. The very first thing is that we serve others. And I'm so thankful to be a part of a serving church, whether it's collecting uh, stuffing for uh, our Thanksgiving baskets at Our Daily Bread, whether it's making uh, trunks uh, for treats for kids, or whether it's serving at Our Daily Bread or serving for the good place or, or serving within our community. That is one of the ways that, that we continue to water the roots, to see the needs of others, to, to continue to grow in that faith. The second thing we do is that we build relationships. And we live in a world now where I think it is even harder to build relationships. And a lot of it has to do with the technology that, that we have around us, thinking that we're making life so much easier for us. But sometimes whenever I see, whenever I use technology, I can do more harm than I can good. I can make a comment where I think it's not that much big of a deal or maybe it's a throwaway comment for, for me, but when somebody receives that comment, they go, well, well what in the world was he saying? Well, what did I do to make him not like me or make him hate me or make me think that I, I was doing something wrong, which I wasn't. I, I was trying to, to listen. I was trying to do that. When we use technology and we allow that technology to be the base of who we are, it misses the point. As we continue to grow, as we continue to build relationship, that means taking a look at one another, stopping and talking to listen, to understand, to hear. So that's one of the things that Jesus did. You know, Jesus asked more questions than, than he gave answers in Scripture. He did that because he wanted to take the opportunity to listen to those he was in ministry with. He did that so others could talk and share what was going on 
in their lives. And then, through his love and grace and mercy, he was able to, to walk alongside them and support them and encourage them. <clears throat> we worship. I think worship is one of the things that, that, that can get easily pushed aside because it's so easy to do on a Sunday morning or it's easy to do any time during the week because it's so readily available. But worship is so much more than sitting here in the sanctuary on a Sunday morning. Worship is the relationship that we build with one another. Worship is the opportunity to, to serve and to allow the grace of God to, to guide us and to lead us. And then finally, we will grow in our faith. It takes time for us to cultivate what's inside of us. It takes time to build a tree to see it grow into something that gives a lot of shade. It takes time for us to allow the roots to, to grasp hold so that we can share God's love with others. It, it, it's as simple as that. To, to be a tree that is planted by the living water of Jesus Christ. To allow that living water to infuse us, to strengthen us, to, to, to build us so that we may share that fruit that we receive with others. Let us pray. <coughs> Dear God, as we continue to be alive in you, allow your love and grace to, to strengthen us so that we may not be shaken, so, so that we may not be toppled over when, when winds come by is that we may be fully renewed and rooted in you to allow you to help us to take one step at a time, fully knowing that your love and your grace comforts us, strengthens us, and guides us. So, Lord, I pray that as we continue to grow in our faith, as we continue to grow together to be a, a congregation that serves others. Strengthen us. Renew us. And allow us to be examples of your love and grace. And we pray all of this. In the name of Jesus, in the power of Jesus, and in the great love of Jesus our Lord. Amen.